1: Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game
2: podcast to react to Liverpool's 5-0 Carabao Cup quarterfinal defeat at Aston Villa. But don't let the final scoreline fool you, as it certainly did not reflect the performance produced by what was the youngest Liverpool team ever to take to a field. That's why this podcast is far from downbeat. And it's a podcast that starts with the verdict of our Liverpool FC correspondent Paul Gorst, continues with proud standing manager Neil Critchley's brilliant press conference in full, and ends with the thoughts of two of our regular fan callers, Owen Thomas and Matt Whitty.
0: The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool's Caramel Cup campaign is over after a 5 0 defeat here at Villa Park this evening. Um, The youngest Liverpool team in 127 years of the club's existence dumped out of the quarter final stage on a night when so many of the club's young players, it should have been a dream come true for so many of them. Manager Neil Christie named six debutants on top of um, various other players. You've only played a handful of games between them. And they were unlucky, to be honest, the first 15 minutes, Liverpool uh, dominated, actually. They had a couple of chances with Harvey Elliott and Herbie Kane in particular. Uh, goalkeeper Orjan Nyhan was in good form and kept them out. But um, as soon as the first goal went in um, through Conor Hurahan's free kick, you always felt like it was going to be a long night for Liverpool. Uh, Jonathan Khadija just claiming a hat-trick after he, he suggested they got a final touch on the first goal. um the first goal was unlucky for goalkeeper Cuevan Kelleher, the second one was unfortunate in the extreme, Uh Ahmed El-Mohammadi with the cross and it's come off Morgan Boys' foot, looped over the Irish under 21 international and made it 2-0. And from there on in, it didn't really look like Liverpool were going to get back into it. Uh, They tried. um, They didn't let the heads drop and the performances um, stayed true. They they kept their performance levels up, in fairness. uh, But it was just a really tough night against a a senior, experienced, um, professional Aston Villa side. Dean Smith said after the game that... um, he was—he uh, was very impressed by Liverpool's young players. He actually went over to them, made a beeline for them, and uh, told them how well that they played. But uh, they were up against an Aston Villa team with a, perhaps a point to prove, and they um, would have sensed that they were heading into the last four of this competition quite early on. Um, we don't want to dwell too much, too much on the negatives. It was um, a chastening experience for so many of of the uh, of Neil Critchley's team this evening. But Harvey Elliott, in particular, he uh, he shone once again. Kiana Hoover did so well at right back as well until he was forced off late in the game with cramp. Um, the second half, Wesley's um, put the the icing on the cake for the for the villains to make it 5-0 but um, the pool won't lose any sleep over this it's quite farcical that they were made to play in this game uh, particularly with the uh, the club world cup uh, tomorrow the semi-final against Monterey in Doha before the final or the third place playoff on Saturday evening. Um, quite why Liverpool were put in this position is, uh, well, only the Football League will have an answer for that. Um, there was no embarrassment for Liverpool's young players tonight. The embarrassment will fall squarely on the uh, on the Football League for, for this quite ludicrous uh, fixture pile-up for the Reds. But um, as I say, no wonder at Anfield will be losing any sleep tonight. Um, Liverpool are out, but they'll come back. Next season, the young stars will be put in with a few more experienced professionals who were imagine it and they'll go again trying to win this competition for the record ninth time the post game podcast on the blood red channel yeah um 100
2: percent yeah um, incredibly proud of that performance um I thought for Large periods of the game, we were well in the game. I thought the start to the game was brilliant. Um, I think we're actually the better team for the first 12, 13 minutes. Um, and then, obviously, we concede from a wide free kick, um, which we you know, could have done a little bit better with. And then the second one was a real <laughs> cruel deflection, and you you find yourself 2-0 down, thinking, scratching your head, thinking, I'm not sure how we are, 2-0 down. Um I don't think we did too many things in, wrong in the game. Um, at half time, we spoke about the things that would be important to us in the second half, and I thought we came out and uh, give a really good account of ourselves in the second half as well. And The keepers pulled off some decent saves. I thought for large periods of the game, we had quite a lot of the possession. I know they managed the game a little bit in the second half, as senior players would do. Um, but we went right to the end. We played like a Liverpool team. Um, and I think the supporters who stayed behind and the way they supported us really appreciated the, the players' efforts tonight. So I saw Dean
0: Smith and John Terry at the end with you and with the players. You obviously those respect
2: for played there. Yeah, that was a special moment. Um, I thought the conduct of the Aston Villa players towards our players all night was first class. Um, and for Dean Smith and John Terry to come in the dressing room and say such complimentary words to our players was a special moment for that for our group of players and that will live with us for a long time. Um that was um, top top class, I thought.
3: I know, I know there's a lot of positives in terms of those players out there, but the fact is that Liverpool played football match and lost five minutes. Is that is that right? Is that should you be in this position? Should
2: those players be in this position? It just seems we haven't chosen. That's um, that's what's been decided by um, the club. This is the best solution for for um, for the club and what we've decided. And trying to try telling them the players in that dressing room tonight that it was a bad thing for them. Uh, if you came into our dressing room at the end, you you would know the feeling that those players have had. You can't swap that experience um, for anything. That was a special evening for them, um, and. We're the beneficiaries of um, the success of the first team. We're jumping on the back of the roller coaster a little bit. Um, but uh, that's what's been decided. We're here. And I don't think we could have done much more tonight.
1: I know you probably don't want to single anyone out, but Harvey Elliott, 16, mm. uh, exceptional.
2: Mm.
3: How
1: far away is he from regular
3: senior football?
2: Not too far, because he changed with our first team on a regular basis. He's had first team exposure already. Um, the manager, obviously, and the staff think a lot of him. Um, I thought he was a constant threat all night tonight, um, a really good outlet for us. Um, but, you know, some, he was relying on a lot of the players getting the ball too, and I thought the service to him was, was top class as well. Um, I wouldn't want to single anyone out because I thought, um, as a collective tonight, the whole play, the 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 whole group of players, the subs included. Um, but, uh, I say, I couldn't, we couldn't have done any, any more, I, I thought. Um, we played like a Liverpool team and that was really, really important to us. We, we spoke about what we could control before the game, um, what was important to us. Um, good, bad or indifferent, we never quit. and I, 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 can't, I don't think you can accuse any of the the Liverpool players tonight of um putting the heads down and being downhearted when, when some of the goals went in. We stuck at it right to the end. I guess it was quite important
3: for Kelleher to make some good saves after being unlucky
2: in the first goals. Yeah, he showed what a top class goalkeeper he is and um could become in the future. Um I thought he pulled off some magnificent saves in the second half. We ran out of steam a little bit, as you could see. Um young players, some of them started to cramp. Um and we didn't control those moments well enough, but that's the inexperience of young players. Um, You you could see though the the Aston Villa players starting to control the game and it's very difficult when you're 4-0 down and you've got our young players who are running all over the pitch and desperate to make an impression and senior players with that cool head can just start to pick you off and they started to do that a little bit. Um, But... I've got to be honest, I thought 5-0 was, was quite a harsh scoreline on us. I know you that you to do
0: your behind uh, yeah, the scenes and away from
2: the, of the spotlight, but how would you find it in, in this, this situation? Yeah, we, we, yeah I, we, we don't want the night to end, even speaking here with you guys now. This is great experience, so I'll stay here all night if you want and have a chat <laughs> with you. Um, you probably want to go home, but... Um, If you want me to talk about those players in there tonight, I'll I'll be here all night. Um, I thought we were. um, um, I was incredibly proud of the way our players played the game tonight and how we approached the game. Um, Our pressing, our counter pressing. I I was, um, yeah, I was. I was part of it, and I was with him, with them on the touchline. The staff was part of it, and. I say I'm just fortunate to be to share something special with those group of players and the staff tonight. And I've got to say, I'll say it again: the support that we had. I mean, it's Christmas. They're well aware of the team that was going to be on that pitch tonight, and they came in their thousands and they stayed right to the end and clapped all those young players off the pitch. It shows what a special football club this is. You. Uh, I know the match
3: just
2: ended, but have you heard uh, anything from anyone? Uh, from Qatar, if they followed the match, did you have any feedback? Yeah, yeah, we had some uh, information at half-time from the manager, um, basically to keep playing the way we were playing and uh, keep being brave, keep doing what we were doing. Um, So, he was out there watching with the staff and the players and I hope that, um, and I'm sure he will be, Um, I'm sure he'll be proud of um, the way we played tonight. Um, So... Maybe one or two of ours now will be uh, sneaking off on a plane somewhere and joining that group, and um, I'm sure they'll be well received. How many people are going have? I don't I, I honestly know that at the moment. Um, there's, that's just been decided now. Um, some will be going. Um, I, I couldn't tell you the names at the moment because we have to assess the players now. It's obviously a quick turnaround, um, so we need to make some decisions when we when I leave uh, when I leave here in a minute.
3: What's wrong from Sam?
0: Chris, check on Keanu,
2: that just Yeah, it's just cramp. Yeah, yeah, no, no issues, just cramp. Um, he's never suffered with it before, so we didn't know what was actually going on. So uh, but he's fine. He's fine, yeah, no problems. Thanks very much
0: everybody. <clears throat>
2: thank you guys,
0: cheers, thank you. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.
2: Hi, this
3: is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Wow, well, what a match, what a shame. Unlucky, the boys. Unlucky, really. I was just looking back at some of our biggest defeats in history and we have been beaten 5-0 away from home rather a lot. Oh... Uh, The last time, of course, was only in 2017, away at the Etihad Stadium against Manchester City when Mane was unlucky uh, to get a red card, I thought. And then, you know, City after that were very clinical, but they outplayed us totally. Before that match, which was on the 9th of September 2017, we have to go all the way back to 1958, Huddersfield Town away when we were only in the second division. It's not a it's not a scoreline that happens every day. Um, I don't remember the nineteen fifty eight match, but I imagine you know as per usual with a five 0 you just get completely outplayed. But that's not the case today. We had fifteen shots to their eleven. We had fifty seven point one percent possession. Uh, to I mean obviously they they had forty two point nine our passing success was eighty six percent compared to their eighty three uh, we won eleven aerial duels and so did they we had sixteen tackles to their five well done Liverpool honestly well done especially Harvey Elliott who looked amazing. Up against the experienced international Neil Taylor, and he absolutely ruined him time and time again. I thought that that uh, triumvirate on the right hand side for us, Elliot, Christie Davis, and Hoover, were really, you know, such a bright, bright spark of optimism and, and joy from, from tonight. I mean, it was just a freak result, a freak game and to be honest to be out of that competition i couldn't give two hoots is the expression but i couldn't even give one this is owen from cop on podcast saying well done the boys i mean that in the most sincere way possible well done there's nothing patronizing about it because they were just young kids i was honestly very impressed
1: Hi, it's Matt Whitty, reflecting on Liverpool's 5-0 away defeat against Aston Villa in the League Cup, or, or whatever it's called these days. Well, it was our youngest ever team, and I thought that they did, uh, they played really well. Um, they came up against an inspired keeper in Nyland, and it, and it says something that he was probably uh, probably their best player um, in, uh, in, a, in a 5-0 win. So uh, yeah, really uh, unusual um, for that to happen. But I thought uh, yeah, I thought they did really well. You, they were they were to a man. They were they were really brave on the ball in their passing. They kept on passing it out from the back, little triangles, little passes around the corner. Um, as the game went on, um, more of them uh, started to uh, more of the passes started to go astray. But but you'd expect that. And I think I think realistically, we really needed to have a have a lead going into the last thirty minutes of that game. Given the age of the age of the team, the average age being under under twenty, um, you know you 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 kind of would have thought that uh, stamina might be a problem, and uh, and you could see with uh, Kiana Hoover going off with cramp that uh, those are the kind of things you expect with uh, such a such a young young team. But I thought uh, that, yeah they can take a lot of positives out of tonight, and that's not not just platitudes. I thought they did play really really well, and it certainly didn't uh, didn't uh, didn't didn't come across as a as a five 0 game. And in particular, Harvey, Eli- Harvey Elliott put in uh, put in a brilliant performance. I thought he was the uh, the classiest looking player on the pitch. Really, his uh, his vision and uh, his passing range are are really exceptional. And uh, he he looks like a first teamer. To be honest, um, I thought uh, yeah, I thought that the other players all all did uh, all did well for us, and uh, they, they can be very proud of their performances. But I'd say with Harvey Elliott, he, he just looks a class above. So, uh, yeah, I think we've got a, a cracking player on our hands there. So, yeah, um, well, we don't even ha- have to wait uh, too long for our, our next game, given that it's only a, a few hours away, um, not even 24 hours between, between the kickoffs. So, yeah, on to the Club World Championship.
0: You've been listening to the post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel.